yo, yo, what is happening, mate? How is things? What's the chat? Welcome to Keeping Fit and Well podcast with me, your host, KP, and I'm proudly sponsored by the podcast studio in Glasgow, where my best friend runs it. So this podcast episode is all about aging, which I feel like this week I have fucking aged like fuck. Do you know how one of those weeks where things have just went wrong? You know that way? Where you're kind of looking off into the distance, shaking your head, going, things have just went wrong this week. Like, if you follow me on my Insta story, I was at Ikea, bought furniture that was already made up, didn't fit in the car, had to dismantle it, um, had to take all those fucking Halloween decorations down. This podcast, I had done, and then it deleted, just randomly deleted. Why? So this is the second time I'm actually doing this podcast. And do you know how when you do a voice note, for your friend and you're like oh did it and then you realize it's not recorded this is what this is like so now I'm going to have to get all that podcast energy back because this is the second time I've done this so I'm bailing but anyway I hope you're all good um what's been happening what else has been happening with my work and things yes we're busy with the juicing that's another thing as well I love the cold press juicing I think it's so amazing for your health I've done it since I've been young however see doing it on a large scale it fucking honestly it's a soul destroyer so I just want you to know that that those juices are made and pulped with love and then we've got the bone broth which is the Gucci to be honest I'm just so chuffed that I can actually get a chance now to make my own bone broth and it tastes fucking delicious because I was taking one that was in a kind of concentrate like in a jar a kind of gloopy liquid and it started to freak me out the more I kind of thought about how did they get it into that gloopiness because I'm really all about sort of eating the least processed foods that I can possibly eat um so I try and eat kind of natural products I try and get all my vitamins minerals my amino acids from natural things and then that just was like a bit like a fucking glue so I was a bit sketchy about it Anyway, let's get to the podcast and it's all about aging. This is a quote that I love, right? Healthy aging is about creating the environment and the opportunities that enable people to be and do what they value throughout their lives. I think that's just so important, right? Healthy aging isn't just about adding years to your life, but adding life to those years. So how good is that? How much do you think about... Like, especially over here, when we sit at a certain age, it's all of a sudden you need to have a cardigan on, play bingo and get a wee perm. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, I don't know if I'll suit a perm. I've got a bit of a round face. I don't know if I'll suit a perm. But um, you kind of have this where you get to in your life and then what do you do? Do you just suddenly start doing Sudoku? Like, what am I, what am I doing now? But we have to make sure that we have longevity in our life. So we want to get older as we cannot avoid aging, right? But we don't want to get old, in inverted commas, old as what we think about it, as we think stiff, we can't do th- certain things, um, probably have to go to the bingo, although I like the bingo, by the way, just saying, when I was at the bingo one time, somebody in the bingo link, right, where all the bingos link up, this wee woman won £28,000. I was sitting there with my fucking jaw on the table, at what? And then do you know what? I hadn't been back for ages, went back, saw her, and I was like, what did you do with the money? She fucking blew it. She was back at the bingo. She'd just spent it all on a cruise. I was like, 
Oh, okay, right. Well, what am I thinking she's going to do? She was like fucking 81. She's going to invest it, stocks and shares. No, she actually went a cruise, so good for her. But anyway, we have this kind of what we think we have a sell-by date, especially women, because obviously I feel like women, we're chasing that youth, aren't we? I think it's literally goes back to way back to ancestral times where fertile women were obviously desirable because they could keep the population going. So if your ovaries are like fucking spitting eggs out, then the man will be like seeking them out. And that's why kind of the younger women attraction thing. And we think that we've got a sell-by date, which I mean, we don't. It's like, could you even be bothered with a younger man at this point? Can you even be bothered with the man you've got? Do you know what I mean? So I think aging is something definitely that we should embrace. And um, I remember a couple of my close friends when I was younger, they lost their mums quite early on. So for me, I'm always thinking, you know, aging is a special gift. However, I don't want to age and not be able to do things. So what I'm going to be talking about today is how we can, you know, not stop aging, but we don't want to fucking accelerate that shit do you know what I'm saying so there's some key things to keep in mind as we are aging and I say this to the girls in the membership all the time and that is strength right you want to be strong you know what I mean you want to be able to carry all those bingo dabbers at the one time you know what I mean you want to be able to have mobility so that's strength and flexibility being able to pick something off the ground do you know what I mean what if you're wanting to play bowls that's an old person sport. <laughs> How are you going to bend down and roll your ball? So honestly, strength, mobility and cognitive function. So that's how our brain is working. And these things that I've just said to you is something that you can actually have control of. You can work on, you can put some effort into having and then you'll reap the benefits when you are older. So mobility for me is crucial for your independence and the ability to perform tasks. And it's just simple daily living tasks. So when I was at Lido the other week, there was an old man and he couldn't lift his shopping to his car, which was a wee sin. I lifted it and I was walking over with him and then I put his shopping in the boot. He had a wee rescue dog, man. He was like, oh, that's my, it was breaking my heart actually. That's my best pal. I was like, oh, I'm doing my period. Um, and I goes to him, how are you? Have you got somebody to help you at the other side when you get home? Obviously, I've had to carry your bags. And he said, no. So I was like, fuck's sake, what you got to do? So you probably have to take his shopping out one by one and take it into the house. And it's just those things like that, right? It's just those simple daily life tasks where you go to yourself, fuck when you can't do it no longer. And that is the thing we take for granted. You drop a pen in the floor, you pick it up. You know what I mean? You pick up your kids up, you lift them onto the bunker, you fucking tie your shoe, you cut your toe. All these things you can probably do the now fine. But if you don't work on strength, mobility, then you'll do these simple things and you'll hurt your back. One of the biggest, most common pain is back pain. It's one of the most debilitating things. So if you don't keep all this strong, then what's going to happen to you is you're going to deteriorate. Do you know what I'm saying? You want to be a fine wine. You know what I mean? Not a flat fucking Frosty Jack cider. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I really go on and on and on about in the membership about how we need to work on strength. And I don't want to upset the body pumpers and stuff like that because I know I do. I probably should be due getting trolled off them now, but you need to lift and perform heavy 
strength exercises. So that's lifting a heavy weight. You should not be able to lift a heavy weight for 20 reps. You should be able to lift a heavy weight for about five to eight reps and think, whoa, that's fucking hardcore. Right. So that's really what you want to be focusing on, not lifting a lightweight a hundred times. You do the ironing. You're already doing that shit. So you need to do heavy weights and listen to what I'm saying when I'm saying you need to do compound stuff. So the compound stuff's like functional lifts, like deadlifts and all that. So you're lifting things from the floor, you're bench pressing, you're pushing things over your head. It's all stuff like that, right? So that's what you need to be working on. Heavy compound shit, right? You lift heavy. You let you think about those bingo dabbers. Then we need to work on flexibility, doing yoga so that we're mobile. No point in being strong if you fucking drop a fiver in the floor and you cannot fucking pick it up. What's the point in that? So again, working on that flexibility and all that. So you need to be doing all this stuff. Now, just to go back to the whole sell by date thing. And it is, it's over here, it's in our culture, you know. Ah, oh, well, your ovaries are dried out. There's no use for you now. Bye-bye. But whereas, I just wanted to tell you about this thing. In Japan, so the menopause is referred to as this word that I can't pronounce because it's Japanese, but it basically translates into renewable energy. Wow. Imagine we thought about ourselves like that. How empowered would we feel? How empowered would we feel if we were, you know, going through the transition? Because... It's hard for some women, you know, to adjust to this kind of thing. Um, my friend, May Lim, who she lives over in Hong Kong, she practices Chinese medicine, very healthy, looks amazing, actually. Um, she said that it's just the fact that, you know, when you come at menopause as well, that you're kind of, something has stopped in your life. But it's not always to be sad about it, you know. There has to be different chapters to your life. I don't train the same way that I used to train in my th- in my 20s. I'm 36 now, so I don't still go out to the club. I mean, I would go out to the club at half past 11. That's when I would be going out. I could not think of anything worse than being out the house at half past 11 at night. No, sometimes if I'm out in the house at nine, I'm like, I don't like it. It means they say, like, we don't like it. We need to get home now. So before I'd be out partying. You know what I mean? And at 11 o'clock the next day, oh no, I like to get up and drink my wee teas and have my mushrooms and stuff. None of this. So that's a chapter in my life. That's closed now. I move on to a new chapter where my season's more at home, spending time with the kids and probably doing a lot more work stuff. So that's the kind of season I'm in. Again, that's another chapter and there'll be more chapters to come, you know, if I'm lucky. So you would be thinking it's a shite book if it only had one chapter all the same. And this is what we need to think about it. So when I read this about the menopause in Japan, I thought, I really like this. So renewable energy, the term has a more kind of positive connotation than many Western societies where the menopause was often viewed as this negative thing. We're seeing it all the time on Instagram, Davina McCall's like, doing star jumps oh my god I have no estrogen do you know what I mean and you're like oh I don't want it to happen and it's just like all bad and bad stuff going on with the menopause whereas in Japan hold on wait a minute it's renewable energy so it's seen as a period of transition rather than the end of youth and fertility right it's considered a time when women enter a new phase of life 
one with its own opportunities and its own challenges. So the symptoms associated with menopause, such as hot flushes or mood swings, are acknowledged, but are often approached from a more kind of holistic perspective, as in they really keep on top of their diet and their lifestyle. And that is the issue over here with aging, is we have kind of accelerated aging here. So we've accelerated it with the food, we've accelerated it with the fast-paced lifestyle we're living, we've accelerated it with it kind of staying up late, watching the telly, we're sitting down all the time when we're wee animals that are meant to move about. So the way our life is now being designed, we are actually accelerating aging, which I mean, I know what you're saying, it's not ideal. I don't think it's ideal either, I don't like it, I don't like the sound, I don't like the sound of it. So what we're going to do you asking me what we're going to do? What are we going to do? Well, I don't know if I can help you. I don't know if I will help you. I don't know if I'm going to help you. I think I've just changed my mind. I'm going to turn the podcast off now. Of course I'm not. I'm going to help you out. So these are things that I would think, and well, I know as well from training the same client for 20 years, how we can go about aging better. You know, we're getting older, but we're not getting old. We're putting life into these years you know we're not going to be doing it lying down to the old age pish we're not doing it we're wanting renewable energy so let's think of some strategies guess what the first one I'm going to say guess what it is right you've been listening to the podcast you know me what do you think I'm going to say would help you aging a wee quiz for you you took too long to answer okay it's nutritional strategies hmm who'd have thought It's really crazy to think the food that we're eating, what we're putting into our bodies actually has an effect on our body. I think that's weird. So nutritional stuff, diet stuff, come on. I fucking love it. I do this. This is my thing. I talk about nutrition. I judge your plate, girl. I'm looking at that plate going, "Mm -mm." I don't even need to say it. I just have a face. "Mm -mm." So let's talk about it. Nutrition for aging. Is it a thing? Of course it is. You fucking are we eat. So nice diet, nice diet, and I'm not saying you need to live like a fucking saint, although I don't know if they've got good diets, you don't need to live pure 100%, you don't have a little bit of a drumstick lolly or whatever you fancy now and then, I'm absolutely fine with that, good for the soul, but if your diet is made up of ultra processed shit, which is another word for junk food, food basically that you don't have in your kitchen, ingredients you don't have in your kitchen, because when you turn over the back, there's things that look like the word xylophone, fucking other weird Polish family names, that's what you're kind of looking at when you're looking at ingredients. Now, a good tip, if you can't read them, you can't pronounce them, you don't know what they fucking are, neither does your body it's not good for you so a wee rule that I kind of stick to is I try and eat as naturally as possible for example I don't give in to the marketing which is really fucking hitting on as hard here use like for like protein bars so if I'm saying this to the now maybe you're somebody that thinks protein bars are healthy why would you not when that's how they've been marketed by the dark side of the fitness industry where they just want your money It's cow tendons, it's major flavouring. I mean, there is a lot of chew in that, isn't there? It is quite tendony, if I'm saying it now. If you're eating one, it's quite tendony. Um, Flavours, emulsifiers, things that kill our gut health, ultra-processed, but not marketed like that. I mean, if fucking grenade, 
bars hit out with. By the way, this is cow tendons, and it's really shit for you. I know it says protein on it, but I just want you to try and buy it. Would you buy it then? No, it's because it's like that. Everyone needs protein. You're fat because you're not getting enough protein. You're tired because you're not getting enough protein. You're moody because you're not getting enough protein. It's Monday because you didn't have enough protein. Like It's a lot of shit, by the way. It's the same thing that I was talking about to the girls in the membership the other night. Is See, rice. Rice has always been gluten-free. I'm actually going to do an Insta post on this, right? Rice has been gluten-free. Always. Rice just is a gluten-free thing. It's like the grass is green. It's just, it doesn't need to say, you can buy green grass here. The grass is just green. Rice is just gluten-free. However, people sitting around the table going, I need to think of how we're going to sell more of this. Let's put gluten-free on the packet because everybody's fucking loving that now, aren't they, Jim? Yes, they put gluten-free on the packet, the rice, there's more sales. So we are a marketing dream here. What we need to do is we need to pull back use. We need to think about we are what we eat. We're eating for our age here, right? We're eating to support this aging process. Your body will need nutrients. It will need minerals. It ain't going to get that from a little microwave bolognese. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry to say. You need to start cooking things from scratch, lazy bastard, right? You just need to start. I'm busy, but I made a fucking pesto from scratch, right? And you're just going to need to do it. You're just going to need to do it. There's nothing else I can say to you. I can't make you fucking do it quicker. There's nothing. You'll need to take a couple hours on a Sunday. You'll maybe need to make a bit of extra dinner the night before for your lunch. I don't know, but you'll just need to fucking make an effort. Because what do you want? Do you, oh, my bones and my joints are sore. I can't get up out of my bed. Wish I'd just spent an hour on a Sunday prepping that food. <laughs> you know what I mean? The sauces that you can buy in the shop are like fucking flavoured glue. You know it and I know it. So we need to make sure that the diet's good. Eat real food that you fucking know what it is. I mean, a packet of mince for the butchers doesn't have a wee Cocoa Pops monkey on it going, this has got flavours and vitamins in it. No, it's just a fucking pun of mince. There you go, a pun of mince. So we need to be thinking about our diet. Is it harming or is it healing? Is it ultra processed? Or is it foods and ingredients that I have in my kitchen that I recognise? <laughs> hydration, proper hydration is essential for bodily functions, including skin. You don't want to look like a fucking camel's arsehole, right? Which is linked to aging. You're kidding me on. I can, if I dehydrate, I mean, you, see if you dehydrate, honest to fucking God, you will look like a fucking camel's hoof, right? Because your skin needs hydration. But again, hydration comes from, what does it come from? Use Yes, drinking water also comes from different fruits and vegetables that we eat. But if we just put a little pinch of pink Himalayan salt in there as well, just to level up that water, boom, right? I don't mind everything in moderation, by the way. I just want to say that I don't like things that are extreme. I'm a very extreme personality type of person, so extreme things attract me to it, right? Hence the reason when I was younger, extreme types of birds, I'd be attracted to them, the kind of ones where you're like, you're a fucking crazy train wreck, boom, you're my type. I would do extreme diets, boom, I'm going to do that diet. Sounds crazy, sounds extreme, extreme, that type of person. But as I've aged and I've learned a lot of life lessons and I've done a lot of work in it myself, I've realised that I have to control that side of me and do things in moderation which is difficult for that type of personality. But if I don't, I know that 
I would end up with a pure crazy bitch key in my car. That's happened before. Or I'm up and down mental health wise because I'm yo-yo doing crazy diets and it's just not for me or I'm over exercising. I'm always doing something like that. But as I've aged, I've calmed down a lot. I've controlled these sort of impulses, but I have learned everything in moderation is okay. So I am saying to you, everything in moderation is okay. That's a wee bit of ultra process. You can have a wee bit, you know, can have a wee bit of alcohol, but these things, if you're having a lot of, and I'm talking weekly, do you know what I mean? You shouldn't be having alcohol on a weekly basis. But you shouldn't. I'm not going to fucking sugarcoat it. That's the fucking problem in the first place. Physical activity, we went a wee bit um, on about that at the start. What I would say is the best thing that you can do is pack on that muscle, bitches. Get the muscle on the body, right? Take me to the chopper. You're not going to be like Arnold fucking Schwarzenegger, right? Because one, you're not taking steroids. I don't think you are. Two, you're also not male, so you're not going to get as muscly as what guys can. And even at that, guys have a like a tough time getting muscly unless they're taking gear. That means steroids, you know? So regular strength training. Don't just pick random exercises off Instagram. Think about if you're going to body pump, body attack, body balance all in the same night. Is that really doing anything? Maybe you should think about getting a three-day training split that's working on strength, flexibility, and a wee bit of cardio fitness for the heart. Because remember, as we age, being women, estrogen affects our heart. So we want to keep that cardiovascular system in tip-top condition, right? also like walking for that wee bit of cardiovascular. And I think, you know, walking is one of the most underrated forms of exercise. I really think it's good for your mental health and your physical health. And it keeps that blood flow going. And seeing Chinese medicine, um, I'm doing a course on Chinese medicine now. Most of the stuff I already know, some of the stuff I don't, but what keeps coming in throughout the whole course is blood flow. And in Chinese medicine, we have this life force called chi that runs through our body like a river, an energy field, right? And it's basically our blood, our blood flow. If the blood gets poisoned, we'll become very ill. So they're all about that. And even different emotions and stuff can get locked and stagnant. And then the blood flow is like a pool of blood, like that frothy river water you see. So I'm all about keeping the blood flow going. Even for your hair, the follicles need blood flow. That's how we can get grey hair because you're not the pigmentation. Um, there's a cell down there in your hair follicle that will help your pigmentation. If it's not getting blood flow, that's how your hair can go grey, um, how your hair can thin. So diseases, no blood flow. Um, poor circulation, it's the blood flow. So it's a great way for your blood to flow is doing things like breath work, yoga, um, lifting weights, dry brushing, walking. So I'm all about that. And I think that's something you do and you carry it on throughout your whole life until you really, really cannot anymore. But I think we should all be pushing our bodies. And I think that we get out this wee comfort zone where we comfy things. Now, my upbringing, remember, my mum was half German, so that's just not me. I don't, I'm, don't like pussified things. Um, I don't like the snowflakey shit. I'm just like, let's fucking do this. So see what I'm telling you with the physical activity. Get 
a program, get into the gym, lift heavy weights, do your walking, do your breath work, do your yoga, and really take your health into your own hands. Because see, honestly, it's up to you. It's your responsibility. I'm not taking responsibility for you. I've got enough in there with those three cognitive health so this is all about like our mental health our brain health what's going on again for the brain blood flow you don't want to do anything that restricts that blood flow to the brain so another thing as well which I think is really important is mental stimulation so I was listening to a guy talking about brain health and stuff like that and he was saying that people that play racket sports have really good healthy brains but I guess it's just because you're being challenged with your reflexes and your eyes are having to move from side to side and then you're having to think quickly about moving to the ball so anything that we can involve that that's that is why I like boxing and I do boxing with clients because I'm getting them to use their brain whilst they're exercising so you're kind of getting this kind of two for one which I do like um, but trying to push yourself to do mental stimulations I said to you about going to the gym your mind needs that kind of work as well and I think it's something that we left out for a long time not so much now there's a lot of mental health stuff coming into the picture now and people are very aware of it but especially when I was younger so about 20 years ago when I was first doing PT it was never something I really touched on I was just about right 10 burpees 10 deadlifts I never really kind of delve into the mental health and it was always something missing and then through years I did a lot of mental health work on myself did a lot of courses and see if you can tie in all of these things you do live a healthier life it's like not having one without the other when I was at my peak physical condition I would say that my mental health was at its worst which is just interesting for you to think about sometimes people think oh she's got a six-pack and all that she's dead fit healthy yes physically I was probably looking in good nick but actually I wasn't really that healthy so just something to think about you always want to kind of try and push your mental health as well as your physical health so things like doing puzzles and things like that maybe even the bingo I know I just slaughtered it but actually the bingo because by the way some of those women are sitting with three books at the one time if you've ever been to the bingo it's quite fast it's like all the ones are living number nine on its own Two and one, 21. Number eight on its own. One and four, 14. Two and two, 22. Four and one, 41. Five, zero, 50, five, zero, 50. Number one on its own. It, that's it's actually quicker than that. So just make sure you're challenged. I was getting right into that there. I think I want to do that for a job. Um, so you really need to be thinking about doing these things. Another thing, which is slightly going by the wayside. I don't know if you've noticed, but there is a lot of people jobs being replaced by robot-y things. Like, for example, now, when I go into Sainsbury's, there used to be loads of checkouts. Now I think there's two checkouts, but loads of self-checkouts they've just put in because, I mean, you can rely on a robot, basically. Like, they're not going to fucking phone in sick or, like, say, right, that's me, I need maternity leave. So, obviously, things like that are getting replaced. However, sadly for us, so social interaction is on the decline, and especially for older people as well. You think about it, like, maybe the shop person's the only person that older people have got to talk to. Maybe they're alone. Like, that guy I helped with the shop, and he had nobody, apart from the rescue dog. Fuck's sake, there I'm away again. But 
he's probably like looking for that social interaction and as humans that is what we're designed we've got parts of our brain that watch people's body language subconsciously and we pick things up from people we like looking at facial expressions which I know is difficult today because not many people have a facial expression I have to say but social interaction is definitely on the decline I see it even with the kids they're glued to their phone man you're talking and nobody is fucking answering you. Like, that rips my fucking tits, by the way. That really does my tits in. So social interaction, it's important to kind of find a community, find a tribe, feel part of something. That's why in the membership, um, I love the fact we've got this community spirit, but we also do things in real life. And it's good to, you know, have that community. And it really is. When they did the Blue Zones, remember I was telling you about places in the world where people live really old but really healthy till they're like really old um, and the one thing that kind of stemmed across the board which was obviously a good diet but it was they were all part of some sort of community and felt like they had a purpose um, another thing that you can do for your mental health mental stimulation is mindfulness and meditation They've done scans, people who meditated for so long, their brain has changed like a muscle, it's grown stronger and these big nylon like things, these big pathways in your brain, they'll grow bigger, more robust, stronger when you meditate. The thing about meditation is people think you need to sit and not think about anything, but actually what it is, is every time you think about something, you have the ability to bring it back round to the breath. And that's what makes meditation this good workout for the brain, you know. Um, next up, I've got emotional well-being. So stress management, it's huge. You know what it's like? Like, see when Stacey's stressed, I can physically see it on her face. You know, when somebody's lost weight through stress, but it's not a good weight loss, stress will unravel your health no matter what you're doing. You could be fucking bathing in bone broth. You could be doing all kinds of healthy shit. But if you are living a really, really stressful just awful living in that chronic stress then you must know that that will unravel your health so you need to take that time to find what flow state you can get in something you enjoy and try and get the breathing because remember that deep breathing so take a big deep breath that's putting you in the rest and digest it's taking you out a fight or flight it's putting you in the rest and digest I'm just telling you the signs. I want you to do it. I want you to be healthy. I want you to live a good life. Positive relationships are an important part of emotional well-being and how we age. You know what it's like? Toxic relationships, they're rough on your health. They consume your fucking thoughts. They make you feel ill. They give you anxiety. They affect your sleep. That's going to make us age quicker. Now, this is a difficult one. So what, I'm like that toxic. You might not be able to patch a fucking family member like this because I've told them you're toxic, but you're going to have to learn to set boundaries with that person. Or, you know, just say you're toxic and we need to have this chat. Life is hard sometimes and part of life and being uncomfortable is having uncomfortable conversations with people and that's just life and we shouldn't avoid it and you shouldn't avoid it if it is affecting your health because look at you you're the one suffering right purposeful life that was the other one that I was saying where you see if you feel like you are giving purpose to something whether it be charity work or your work you feel like you're doing something meaningful that will improve your overall happiness and it's been proven millions and millions and millions and millions and millions of times right 
preventative care this is one i'm really really passionate about i think taking your fucking health by the vagina i was going to say the balls but fuck the balls the vagina and just like fucking really like taking care of yourself making sure that you're doing all the stuff that i've listed but another thing to do is the blood tests you can go on my website and have a look at them or you can go somewhere else it doesn't really matter but what i need you to know is that a blood test is like putting your car in for an mot for a service you're not just going to run your car into the ground with lights coming on and you're fucking doing whatever and then one day the fucking arse falls out your car the arse might fall out you one day. So blood tests just make it easy to catch things before they happen. It's good to know where you are. It's I really, I think when people are like confused about their health and I'll get a lot of people asking me, oh, this, and I've got this symptom and I don't know that. I'm like, that get a blood test because then we can just draw a line under it. We can get a plan. Um, and the blood test that I offer, I actually do do the plan thing with you because I feel like I wouldn't just disperse you after giving your blood results into the universe and you don't have a fucking clue what to do. So health monitoring, keeping on top of that, is one of my things for healthy aging. Another thing for my healthy aging is quality sleep. Boom, 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 boom. Regular sleep patterns, especially because growth hormone, which is declining as we age, growth hormone is, by the way, the biggest immortality drug in America. It's a hormone that we produce but it diminishes as we get older and older and that's when the aging process kicks in. But regular sleep patterns really help with your growth hormone, especially growth hormone is more about in the first couple of hours of your sleep. So don't eat too close to your bed. Make sure you're getting a good quality sleep and you're getting those regular sleep patterns, sleep hygiene as well. So creating that restful environment where your body knows it's winding down. Do you know what I mean? You're not maybe sitting in the phone right up until you go to bed. I don't like that. Although I can't say I'm perfect. Some nights I do. I'm answering people back and it's like fucking 20 past 10. Try and do it. Let's let's all try and do it now. Let's all try and do it now. I have obviously um, a real passion for Chinese medicine. So I think incorporating things like acupuncture and stuff like that helps with the aging process. Um, and I'm all holistic things. So I do like natural stuff as much as possible. Also, another thing that I would like you to think about doing is why don't you set yourself a challenge, you know, push yourself a wee bit out your comfort zone, because this is what I say to the girls in the membership, see, staying in that comfort zone, you just kind of coast along, whereas here, your comfort zone, it might be small, but when you step outside it, it does expand, and then if you step outside it again, it does get a wee bit bigger, and before you know it, you've really built more and more self-confidence and self-esteem. And that is also good for aging. So I hope that you have a lot of takeaways from this episode today and you can go away and apply it to your life and then message me in maybe a month or two and go, I feel fucking great because I did this, this and this. That's what I like. Another thing that I do like as well is if you follow me on whatever you're listening to me on, only because if I get more of these things, I think I will be able to get bigger guests. Because what happens is the big guests think they're fucking Jennifer Lopez if they've got any more than 12,000 followers and they patch you. So with your help, my girlies and my some men that listen to this, follow me, give me a wee review give me a wee rating and that just helps do you know what I mean I'm sitting out here fucking doing this for you anyway take care and I will speak to you soon this has been lovely hasn't it anyway 
You're a fine wife.